Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Lisa Miron. Now, Lisa's passion is to see people grow, develop, connect to a higher level of awareness, and enjoy life to the fullest. For the past 15 years, she's been working with clients using different healing methods that include family constellations, coaching, EFT, NLP, meditation, channeling, and Reiki. Studying and living in the USA, France, Singapore, Belgium, and Spain, Italy, and Guatemala has given Lisa a unique perspective on personal development. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here with you. Absolute pleasure. Now, let's just have a look at this bio. You're a world traveler. I have been able to travel to to many countries, and I think that I've been blessed with these opportunities. I'm originally from Guatemala. That's where I grew up. And I got married very early. I was 23 when I got married. And with my husband, he wanted to do an MBA. So we went together to France and then to Singapore. Then he found a job in Belgium. So we went there for a few years, then to Spain, then to Italy, back to Spain. And from Spain, uh, we came to the U.S., where we've been in California for probably eight years now. And that's what I wanted to do since I was little. I wanted to travel all over the world. I wanted to see different ways of living. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to understand what was important for them. And um, this really wasn't planned. It just started happening and happening. And it has been amazing to learn about so many different cultures of so many different ways of of living. Um, When I was in Guatemala, my view of the world was from the eyes of having uh, lived my whole life there. And when I started uh, getting to know others in different countries and with different values, with different ways of doing things that I would consider not possible, I would realize that uh, there's so many ways, there's so many methods, there's so many uh, information, and there's nothing really right or wrong. It's just different. And once I started to understand that, it's like my view of the world and the possibilities of being at peace and enjoy uh, every single present moment became expanded with it. Uh, I think that it was uh, a way of really learning through living and getting to know uh, people from different countries and different values and different ways of doing things. And then my view of, of doing things just A and B expanded to the whole alphabet. <laughs> so it's been wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Now, 
I've titled this episode Family Constellations because some of the freebies that you forwarded to me and in your bio you mention it, you talk about family constellations. So can you just tell us what that is? So that's what I focus, what I work with right now at the moment. I have many different uh, studies I've done, but I bring everything together for the family constellations that I do for my clients. So that's just a method, a healing method that we use to heal issues that we have in our life that actually do not belong to us, but belong to others in the family system, for example, to our ancestors. So we unconsciously carry a lot from things that have happened in the past. Uh, with our ancestors. We carry their emotions. Sometimes we carry, for example, their grief of a death that they had that they weren't able to process, maybe their anger, maybe their fear, their frustration. And we also connect to them from this big gratefulness that we have from the life that we have, from the life that they gave us. And unconsciously, because we want to belong, we want to give back, we want to be like them, we start following their patterns. So often we are stuck in our life or we have situations that are very difficult to digest, to move through whatever the situation is. And we feel like it's like out of balance, like that's too much for what we're experiencing, that we don't understand why it's always the same. We just feel this, this, this place of being stuck. So those moments are usually when we are identifying something that we have in our life that is not ours but it's from somebody else in the family system. So then in these situations, we do this method that's called family constellations to become aware of what we're carrying from our ancestors that's not ours so that we can release it, so that we can include everybody in the family system to to see them with love, with acceptance, and to understand their challenges, but from a different perspective, not by taking on what's pending for healing, but just knowing that they had their challenges and saying thank you for existing because thanks to them, we are alive. And we decide not to take anymore what's not our responsibility and to enjoy our lives because we know that by enjoying our lives, by connecting to the present moment and doing the best that we can, we are healing ourselves, but we're also healing the family system. So this is all that we're doing when we're working with family constellations. Sounds fantastic. Now, my first question to my guests is always, what can your expertise do to accelerate health, be it emotional, spiritual, or physical? And I think you've just answered that for me, but let's go into that just in a little bit more depth. Now, you mentioned, you know, family traumas through through the layers, through the generations can be handed down. So how do we identify what is ours and what is not? That is something very difficult to identify, but we can often realize that we have something that is not ours when we are stuck. So that's a number one reason, when we feel stuck. And we're going to have problems, we're going to have conflicts, we're going to have challenges and difficulties in our life because this is how we learn, this is how we expand. It's it's just part of life. But when we are stuck with them, when we're not able to enjoy the rest of our lives, even though we have these issues, that's a reason, a a sign that there's something that we're carrying from from our ancestors. So any area of our life that we're not able to, to shift, to move, and that's keeping us from enjoying our life, it's usually something that we're carrying from our ancestors. We can also notice when there's a pattern, when there's a pattern in our life that we're repeating, or when there's a pattern 
with our uh, ancestors, for example, women always get, get divorced very early in their marriage or uh, men tend to get, get sick of this kind of illness. So patterns that you see in, in many generations, it's also something that's going down from generation to generation. Another way that you can tell is when you have an experience and your way of dealing with the situation is overwhelming. For example, something happens and it's not very big. I mean, when you think about it, but your emotional reaction is completely overwhelming. Like you are devastated and you actually think, you know, why is this affecting me so, so much? I don't understand. When the emotional reaction, it's not connected to like to the experience, usually is for two reasons. It could be emotions that we have not allowed ourselves to feel in the past. So everything like comes together or because we're carrying an emotion from an ancestor. And that's why it's so overwhelming. So by looking at these aspects, we can more or less have an idea if we're carrying something from an ancestor. So maybe this is knowledge we need to start preparing our future generations for with everything happening in the world at the moment. Like generations three or four down the line won't know what we've been through, what our children are going through. So do you think this is something that needs to become more of a, a discussed topic amongst families? I think it would be wonderful and more than something that should happen, it's something that we should do again because that's what we used to do many, many years ago. Families used to live together and this, I'm, I'm talking about many years ago, you know, when you, we used to live with our whole like clan and everybody was part of the family system and there were, you know, stories that we would know that we were learned from our ancestors that they would tell from their experiences. And there was this connection that there, there was this honoring and respecting of everyone and inclusion of everyone. That doesn't matter what was their, their lives, everybody belonged in the system. So we have lost this way. And this is why family constellations is so important because it's bringing this together and not in the way that, you know, uh, living everybody together, because that's just not some, something that we do not nowadays. But it is important to remember, to honor and to respect our ancestors and to get some connection with them because it was there and we have lost this. So it would be wonderful to do this differently with the next generations. I think that's really important to revisit that, yes, we did used to live in extended family communities and generations were able to pass on information. Now, we do talk about wealth here, not just the financial, but also the personal and emotional wealth. So what are your top three tips to creating wealth? So first, especially with emotional health, is the part of dealing with our emotions, to, to accept them. There is no good or bad emotions. They just are emotions. They're not negative or positive. And if they exist, it's for a reason. It's because they're helping us do something. So it is important for us to realize that emotions are important and that we need to accept them. We need to allow ourselves to feel them, even if it's uncomfortable. Because what we'll usually do is that we'll try to reject them. Nobody likes to feel sad, to feel grief, to feel fear, to, to be uncomfortable. So what we usually try to do is to, to hide these emotions. We try to do something else. And, you know, how many times we've heard, you know, don't cry, you know, don't be sad. 
Don't be upset. Don't be angry. Uh, these don't feel basically. And what happens is that emotions are a little bit of like a package. And when we close ourselves to feeling the uncomfortable emotions, we're closing ourselves to feeling all emotions. And then we wonder, why do I feel numb? Why do I don't feel joy and, and happiness in my life? And that's because we have closed ourselves to feeling because we don't want to allow ourselves to feel the grief and the sadness and the emotions that are not comfortable. And every emotion has its reason. It's there for a reason. For example, fear. Fear is so important because fear is a protection. And I often hear this and, and see this in, in, in social media of people saying, you know, don't be afraid. Uh, move, for, you know, just do it. And what's important is to actually be afraid, acknowledge the fear, see what the fear is trying to protect you of, and then do it, then move forward. Because if we're in a dark alley and we're afraid, the fear is not our enemy. The fear is telling us where you are is not safe. Go somewhere where there's more people, where there's more light. So then we, when we move ourselves, we're not afraid anymore. And this is what fear is doing. It's letting us know that there's something that could hurt us, that something that we could be at risk. So instead of running away from the fear, we need to acknowledge it, to listen to it, to understand that there's a reason that is there. And if we're doing something that where our life or where our emotions, where something is at risk, we will still feel the fear, but we can still acknowledge it, say, thank you. I'm taking all the precautions that are necessary to be safe. And even if I get hurt, I know that I'll be able to deal with it. This is very important. I want to move forward. So thank you. But we can be like in a conversation with our emotions. The grief and the sadness when we have lost someone or when we have lost something or an idea is just giving us space to, to deal with that loss, to say goodbye. And when we're able to just sit in that sadness, eventually we start getting more strength to move forward in life. So one of the, the first tip is the work with our emotions. That's just one of the most important keys in order to have personal, uh, financial, and emotional wealth. And the second one is gratefulness. Because we have so many things that we are able to enjoy in this present moment. We often think about our future, that we want this for our future, and we don't realize that there's so many things that we already have. So the moment that we start connecting to what we have, we start connecting to this feeling of being abundant. And, and then we're going to start attracting that as well. We're going to be able to enjoy what we do have in this moment. And we're going to be able to, to be happy in this moment, to, to have a, a general sense of well-being, a, a general sense of personal and emotional wealth. And even if we don't have financial, just the, not the wealth that we want to by being gratefulness for what we do have in the moment, it gives us a, a, a more clear view of what we actually need and instead of what we just want. Because sometimes what we need is enough to be happy and fulfilled. And then we can have these ideas of what we want, but those ideas are not going to keep us from being complete, from being happy and from being able to enjoy the present moment. So gratefulness is, is a key to be able to, to have this general sense of well-being. And the other part that's very connected to the family constellations is to honor, respect, and, and accept uh, our parents. So that would be the third tip. Uh, we get our life from our parents. So when we're able to do this, we are able to connect to life, 
to abundance, to health, to success in every general way. And this comes from being able to say thank you for our life. And this does not mean that if we don't get along with our parents, that we need to get along with them. We need to understand that everybody has been doing the best that they can with their lives, with their, situ with their situation, with their own traumas, with their own entanglements from the family system. So if we did not do not get along or did not get along with our parents, uh, it's okay. We can still honor and respect them and accept them and say thank you for what you were able to give us. Even if it was only our lives because they gave us for our adoption, we need to respect their decision. That was the best that they could do, but they still gave us our life. So now I take this with gratefulness and love. And then life opens up to us. And this is what we often work in family constellations, the part of honoring and respecting and accepting everybody, but especially our parents. Wow, so much great information there. And I completely agree with most of that. <laughs> so I think <laughs> the only thing I would say, listeners, is my opinion is that on a go this both ways so does respect and I think we've kind of lost that between the generations just my opinion just my observation okay Lisa we do talk about weight loss here so my next question is have you ever battled your weight and if so what was your trigger to lose it or what can you offer the listeners in their weight loss journey so I have a battle with weight when I was young, when I was a teenager, and I realized that I didn't love myself, that I didn't accept it myself, that I was trying to be someone that I was not. And I struggled constantly for years and years and years going up and down and up and down. And um, eventually I kind of like, you know, gave up. <laughs> And just took it out of my mind. And I started doing different kinds of work. And together with the work of the family constellations, the work of I'm a life coach. And what I love about being a life coach is that you go through all this process when you're learning to be a life coach of doing everything that we do with our clients, we do it ourselves. So it was such an amazing path of growth and understanding. And I started to work on myself and to, to love myself and to accept myself the way I am. And loving my body and, and being thankful for my body for every single part because it, it's holding my, my life. And with it, I'm able to have so much fun, to experience so much love, to do so many things. And then I started changing my whole relationship. And almost like naturally, I started coming into this balance of weight in, in my life. And I, I do take care of myself. I do do different things in order to be healthy but I'm not trying to get to a specific weight anymore. I just try to be in the weight that's healthy for my body, whatever that weight is. And that shift of being able to love myself the way I was and to be thankful for every single part of my body brought this sudden balance of weight. And then it was easier for me to come to that good, like healthy weight for my body. I think that's really important to embrace that you are where you are for a reason and be comfortable with that point. So we don't become overweight without a reason. We don't start losing without a reason. But if you're not comfortable, that that tug of war inside your mind and body will just continue and that won't help you at all. 
Yeah, I agree. And for me, it was the key. It was the difference. And it was the difference to be at peace. And that peace brought me to the healthy weight. I love that. Now, look, we we love freebies here. So what can you offer the listeners here as a freebie? So I have a questionnaire that it's about emotions that gives you a little bit about what I'm talking about to, to realize if you're carrying an emotion from an ancestor. And if you answer the, these questions, you're going to get first the, the response, but you're also going to get a, a video where I talk about the emotions. And the next day, you're also going to get another video that has a meditation to let go of emotions that you're carrying from your ancestors. So that is something very powerful. You keep the meditations. You just need to keep the link for whenever you feel that you're struggling with an emotion, that you're not able to, to deal, to move on with that emotion, then you can do this meditation and just bring this well-being, connect to the emotion, but let go of the part that is not yours. So that's what you can find with that questionnaire. So that can be found at www.coachingandconstellations.com slash questionnaire. Now you can be found on Facebook at New Family Constellations and Instagram, Lisa Miron Coaching. Thank you so much for your time today, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy and grateful to you to have me as part of a guest in in your podcast. Thank you. Listeners, this was your episode 121, Family Constellations. Lisa will be back with us in 122, talking about deep layered and multi-layered healing. For now, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.